in three and two and one. What's up, George? What's going on in the House of Crease tonight? In the House of Crease tonight, we have a treat. We have Mr. J.D. Rosario from Unstoppable Comics visiting with us, coming back and talking to us about his stuff. And we also have a topic today, and that is we're going to talk a little bit about cancel culture. Word. I'm sure our guests would love to get in on that. So check that out. It's coming up. Let's get it. <laughs> For independence all around, giving you a platform to spread your word all over town. Cast the craze is the place to promote to your fans with the dream of Medina and Sam the Crazy Man. Subscribe to our show and never miss an episode. It's time to get your man to listen to us on the go. Updated every week, we never miss a day. Join the squad, come on in. It's time to cast the craze. If you are an independent, cast the craze. Make a move on your own, cast the craze. On your grind in the streets, cast the craze. Join the movement. Catch the craze. Yeah, George, we did it again. Come on now. Now you want to do it. Catch the craze. Welcome to Cast the Craze Podcast. I'm your host with the most Sam, the crazy man, Vera. And I am with George, the dreamer, Medina. What's happening, everyone? Welcome to another exciting episode of Catch the Craze. Oh, it is oh, you Tuesday, good? February 6th, and we are coming to you live tonight. We have Mr. J.D. Rosario. What up, Will? We have J.D. Rosario on the uh, in the background there waiting to come on. But we're going to be talking a little bit about Hello. some uh, some cancel culture stuff that's yeah, going man. on. What's we're up? going to talk a little bit about that. Uh, but before we do all that, make sure you subscribe if you haven't done so. Give us a like, yeah, comment, man. you know, hit the notification bell so that you know when we're coming on. And make sure you share the video out to your friends, everybody you know. Share it out. What up, Lou? How you doing? So, what's going on, Sammy? What's going on, man? What's happening? What's happening today? What's happening? What's happening? What's happening? What's pasando, man? I went from I went I went from artist block to um, technical difficulties with my, my with my tablets, bro. Um, <laughs> God, it's been crazy, man. My Cintiq, that big giant monster back there, that monster, yeah. um, the 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 uh, the pen tip um, was the the uh, the G pen function was not allowing it to do what it's supposed to do. It was, everything was just thick strokes and it wasn't there weren't it wasn't it wasn't adjusting based on your your tilt and your angle. Yeah. Um and I couldn't get that to work. And I'm like, yo man, it's it's disrupting my ability to to pick my Picasso bros. Like what's up with mm. this? So um I have the um X Pen tablet, the 13 inch, 13.5 inch and uh that wasn't working i was like i just got this what's up and i was like what so after like two and a half three hours trying to work that stuff out i went downstairs had lunch came back up realized that my xp was not the the usb plug wasn't plugged in which is why the pen wasn't working i was like oh duh but the laptop that i have my um, wacom cintiq on has the same drivers as the x pen so the x pen is overriding the the um wacom so it doesn't let me adjust my pen tips 
unless I uninstall the drivers for the other tablet. So I'm like, Shh. I'm like, damn. So I've been drawing on my 13 inch pro, um, um, on my bed. I just been laying down, just drawing and watching freaking, um, uh, Griselda on uh, Netflix, which is Good no show. joke. You haven't Good seen show. it, man. Good yeah. Show. She's doing her, she's doing her thing in that show with miss, uh, Sophia Vergara. Yeah. yeah. It's a good one. It's a good Sophia. show. Yeah. yeah she's yeah. doing is a fa fantastic job on that. I'm up, I haven't seen the last two episodes, but, uh, uh, yeah, so and now I'm just getting ready for in a couple of weeks. Um, we got uh, the convention circuit kicks in, um, and uh, I think you're coming out here to chill. Um, uh, for one of them, I thought uh, we're going to be starting in Tuxoma in Oklahoma, um, in a couple of weeks, so that's going to be dope. And then after that, in March is LitCon, which is a one day show, and then we're going into I believe April at Central Texas Comic Con that's in Waco, Texas. Uh, be a repeat um, attendee there. Um, exhibitor then comic palooza which is i've been like i've been trying to get in comic palooza for two years since i've been in texas i'm finally in i'm in the like swimwear so that's in um uh houston and then uh superhero comic con and that's in san antonio texas and then college station comic con in september and then i just secured uh the denton uh comic um expo again i think this is the end of september beginning of october something like that um so uh yeah so it's a packed packed agenda for this year and uh, and don't forget your boy duty is published in a comic strip newspaper by a kid in a comic a kid in a comic.com get all of your comic strip adventures with tons of fantastic illustrators and stories in this and it's uh distributed nationally and it's available for order and uh, have it delivered to your house i think we're up to issue number five now um so um check out a kid in the comic if you haven't done so already um, which is pretty, pretty dope. Uh, hey, what up, Phil? Laverne and Shirley. I'll give you Laverne and Shirley. Nice, nice. <laughs> up nice. your nose with a rubber hose. Uh, so, yeah, yeah. So that's what's going on right there. What's going on with you, bro? Uh, yeah, man. The uh, the convention thing. The convention thing starting up, and it's uh, it's happening, I think. Like you said, the first one I'm going to be out in the, is in that paper. Yes. Yeah, is it sour? Yeah, I think it is. Is it? Is Tim Jones in that paper? I have to look. Oh, okay. I didn't memorize everybody. Um, yeah, no. So we, yeah, I'll be, I'll be out in Texoma, hanging out with Sam over at the table at the booth. What is your table number? Do you know? Did they give you any information? Uh, did they send it to me? Yes, I, I don't know the number. I know the location. Okay, so yeah, so I'll be out there. I'll be, I'll be roaming the floor. I'll be helping Sam out when he has uh, to for a potty break. I'll be at the table doing doing. Yes, some let's stuff. go potty. Yeah. So, uh, so I'll be there, and then, um, and then what else? So then in April. In April, I'm going to be out in uh, Chicago. I'm going to be out, out at C2E2. I'll be walking the floor again at C2E2. So if you're there, let me know you're there. I'll, I'd love to stop at some of these tables. Meet That's pretty dope. There. Yeah, I've never been uh, to that show in Chicago. It's run by Reed Pop, the same people who run the New York Comic Con. So yeah. that's going to be a good time. I'm, I'm looking forward to that. And then uh, what do I have? I have to, and then after that, I, I take a little break. And then in August, or I should say July, I'm going to be at Plastic City Comic Con. That's uh, Keith Gleason's show out in Massachusetts. So I'll yeah. be there. I'll be over there doing my thing. That's in July, August, I hit up. Uh, what do I hit up in August? I have so many things going on. Oh, I'm definitely going to be doing Baltimore this year. I'll be in Baltimore. Baltimore. Yes, and I'll be at Wicked Wicked Comic Con. Yes, in August, I'll be at Wicked Comic Con in August in Boston, Boston, Massachusetts. So oh. two shows in Boston, back to back. 
Oh, okay, cool. All nice. right, so we got to we got to link up out there. Uh, yeah. Phil, I wonder if Marco's gonna be at um, Texoma. I know. Well, Lori is. Lori did. I know he's our artist. Lori uh, Calcaterra will be there. Yeah, he's yeah. gonna be at Comic Palooza. I know that because mm -hmm. you know he's um, has a table right next to me, so we're gonna be spotting each other for for the potty break. But um, yeah, yeah, I wonder if he's gonna be there. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, so I'm gonna be at at Baltimore Comic Con in uh, September and in October. Hopefully, we're working on getting back into the New York Comic Con and doing that again this year. So that's going to be fun. Plus, you know, I have my books that that I'm that I'm you know working on. Obviously, you know, if you go to my website, getyourmess.com, you can get Russ. You can get the Adventures of Wonder Duck. I'm working on a new one called The Shameless Plug, which I should be hopefully will be out by early next year. And uh, this year marks the 25th anniversary of Mr. Russ. Russ five three seven seven turns 25. So I'm going to be doing some cool stuff with him this uh -oh. year. I'm going to be re-releasing the original book uh, that I did way back in 1999 that we published in 2003 through Crazy Comics. So I'm going to be doing that. I'm printing out a short print run of that. So if you catch me at any of these conventions, I'll have some of those books. Catch me outside. So make, sure, make sure you check that out. And uh, also, I have my, uh, the, my channel is out, Get Your Meds, on YouTube. And I have a, a show on there called The Art of Comic Writing. Actually, JD has been a, 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 you know, a guest on the show. So check I mean, that out. Water. Make sure you, uh, yeah, make sure you subscribe to the channel and uh, help me grow it. I talk to uh, writers every week, so that's a good time. That's fun, and I'm doing some writing for ASAP Imagination. ASAP Imagination, who's the sponsor of our show tonight, yeah. they um, they have a, a Kickstarter coming out soon. We'll show you the video in a few minutes, and I'm doing a book for them called The Dead of Night, issue number two, which is already yeah. out. What up, Mike? Mike is dipping in to say hi, and he's got to go back to work. Thanks, Mike. Haven't seen you in a minute, my friend. But yeah, man, that's what's going on. That's what's going on. We got a we got a full slate of stuff happening this year. So as as things progress, we'll give you more info. But the big thing is, in a couple of weeks, we're going to be at Texoma. So check that. Yeah, out. Texoma. I'll be vlogging that whole thing. So look for that on my art channel, the Art of Samuel. That'll be uh, popping up. Um, I also have a new vlog coming out soon. Uh, look out for that. Uh, the the, 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 the is painting I Yeah, the the art channel's been trending really well. So. Um, um, but yeah, check it out. A lot of great information behind the scenes stuff. I'll also be taking you some behind the scenes and some new stuff that I've been working on, um, uh, promotional stuff, and I'll talk you take you step by step with that and all that mm -hmm. stuff. So a lot of good stuff coming in on the art of channel uh Samuel if you haven't checked it out. Oh, and by the way, if you haven't done so already, go to my Facebook page if you don't know. Lou Pons, fantastic illustrator. She has an art channel now. Go subscribe oh, if you haven't done so already. Yeah, um yeah. shit, too legit to quit. Check out our art channel. Uh, it's fire. Um, but yeah, yeah. Lot, lots going on, man. Lots going on. Yes, indeed, my friend. Yes, indeed, my friend. Now, I know you've been, uh, you, you, you have some insight into uh, cancel culture. And we're going to be talking about that in a few minutes. That is a lot of convention. Guys. Word, man. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Sammy, Sammy's actually tabling at some of these. I'm actually just going to walk the floor. My goal this year is to do a convention a month, whether it's a table or whether it's just to go. Uh, you know, it, it helps you know, with the, uh, getting the, the creative juices flowing. So in March, I'm looking to do a show in, in PA, uh, both of you today. He loves you guys. <laughs> ah, my man. Uh, yeah. So in March, I'm going to be doing a show in PA, you know, ZoloCon, there's a waiting list on that show now, bro. Yeah, I know. There's a waiting list on that. Show. If you, yeah, if you're a newbie, but if, uh, but, uh, if you're a prior attendee, I got I, I got the rec line to the if I wish I would do it again, but it's just too much of a, a cost for travel wise. But that's a legitimate 
little bit. No, it's, it's, it's a good show, man. It's a, like it's one of those low key good shows. Like I like to think I like to think the word got out because of the craze. I'm of just course saying. You do, right? Of course, I'm just saying. I'm course just saying. Nobody knew about it. Nobody did. Then I stopped knew about it. it. Solo Khan has existed. And they were like, "Yo, stop it." Nobody stop knew. It. All of his you were asking, "What is a Zolo?" Like this. His head's like this right now. Stop Jesus looking, bro. Stop right. It's like this. Like there he goes. Never heard of it. See. Thank you. JD, you've heard of it. Stop it. Stop <laughs> giving this kid any freaking fuel, bro. Uh, Jesus I Christ. You, I love you, man. I love you, man. Jesus Christ. Puerto Rican right. stick, right. stick together, bro. That's how we do it. You ride or die. <laughs> Bad boys for life. Bad boys for life. <laughs> um, yeah, no, so that that is that is a dope show. But yeah, so there's gonna there's a show in PA. Honestly, it's it's um it's one of those anime kind of like conventions in PA. It's which are convention. taken over, bro. Are no, 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 not Zolocon. Not Zolocon. Oh. I'm talking about the, the con that I was looking into. I, I don't even know the name of the, of the con, but that's in March. Uh, Unstoppable. JD, JD, man, you bring them in, dog. You bring them in. You got the chat going. Um, but yeah, brother, so so let's let's talk a little bit about what we want to talk about. Because I want to bring JD in here. Because I'm sure he's going to have something to say about this as well. But what, what don't we start talking about? <clears throat> the uh, <clears throat> Get your meds segment. <laughs> Stop. I told you about smoking, bro. <laughs> Let's talk cancel culture. Cancel culture. What's up with that? What's up with that? So, so come and talk to me. I really want to meet you. Can't. I mean, so anyway, so there was an article I read about is comics um, uh, cancel culture targeting comics, right? And what are some of the criteria? And then I listened to an interview with the creator of um, Diary of a Whoopie Kid and how he's an advocate to fight to combat cancel culture on comic strips and and and, and storytelling, and um, and how he's supporting librarians because cancel culture is putting pressure on librarians, saying if you don't pull this book from your database, well, you're going to get you fired or whatever the case is. So then I pulled up, I went to uh, uh, comicbookresources.com, and uh, there was ten comics that were uh, that were actual cancel actually canceled. One of them was Chuck Austin Superman arc was canned because of his hatred of Lois Lane. So people got pissed off with the fact that they were targeting Lois Lane and that that book was canceled. Capcom stopped Malibu comic Street Fighter because it was too violent. So they got feedback from customers that it was too violent. Uh, All-Star Batman and Robin, the boy wonder was too hilariously bad to keep publishing. Uh, that's just stupid. Um, let's see. Uh, um, let me see. Uh, so let's see. So Chuck Wendig was fired from Star Wars Shadow of Vader after a Twitter tirade, apparently going back and forth with fans or whatever. So it's not the hedge, you guys have to legal, but uh, so again, there's nothing off the table when it comes to that population of people targeting things that they don't agree with. Um, how do you feel about that? And do you who, think, huh? Who, so who who who's doing the 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 canceling? In other words, is it is it because the sales are suffering, and so they they make a decision? It's a combination. Like one of them was because they they didn't have, I guess the feminists or whatever they, they they didn't agree with the way they were targeting um, Lois Lane or whatever it is. Um, uh, there are books that are being targeted because they don't like the messaging. 
um, librarians are being targeted because they're not doing enough to remove stuff from their database. Yeah. Um, you know, do you yeah, think, yeah. That, you know, how, nah, what do you think about that? What's nah, your opinion? Never. It's, it's never right to, to try to silence, you know, a creative, a creative person because of what they're putting um, out. Now, if these books that you mentioned on that list, if the reason why they were being canceled and canceled being they weren't being sold anymore was because of sales, then that's a different story, right? If a book is, isn't selling, that's a different story. But if a book is is booming, is doing great, and then they decide to pull the plug on it because of an agenda or whatever or anything like that, then yeah, absolutely wrong, wrong. There's, there's no reason to do any of that because that affects the creator because if we're sitting here creating with the thought that we are going to get canceled, then we're not creating, you know, it's stunting our, our creativity. You know what I mean? What's yes. going on, Hugo? So, so yeah, no, totally, totally against that, bro. Like there's no, there's no reason for it. There's no reason for it. I mean, I think you're never going to be able to please everyone all the time. It's just not going to happen. You know, you're, you're, somebody's always going to be pissed about something. And so when that happens, you know, the loudest, the loudest voices, you know, get, get things done. And sometimes, those are those people who want to cancel certain things. And then here we are. Yeah. The, the free market should be the only thing dictating any cancellation. Yeah, that's what, exactly what I'm saying. Like, if, if if it's not selling, cancel. But if it's selling and you're pulling the plug, that makes no freaking sense. Yeah. I mean, during the live performance of the No Brainer show, Kinney, who is the Jeff Kinney, who's the creator of the Diary of a Kid, mm -hmm. pays tribute to the scores of librarians who connect with their patrons with engaging books. With the wave of book banning sweeping the country, librarians have been thrust into the forefront of the culture wars. Kinney told Publishers Weekly, it's so important to cherish, respect, and uplift librarians whose passion is to put the right books into the hands of the readers. The work of librarians changes and sometimes saves lives. Um, and it's important to have free, you know, uh, free expression and freedom of uh, expression, right? So, um, I just don't understand exactly, Lupin's that Yes, I don't understand the energy it takes to put into trying to cancel something, right? You know, it was like it, that. You have the choice: buy it, don't buy it; like it, don't like it; watch it, don't watch it. Right? So. The, the fact that you're willing to go that extra step and make that your plight, you know, unless it's something really crazy, you know, hate, hate you know, going after a race or whatever, and it's spew of lies or whatever, misinformation. But creativity, when you're talking about the art form, storytelling, what, you know, the, the energy that is required, I've never had that mindset. So it's hard. Well, to I was going to ask you that. Have you ever, have you ever, have you ever been against something so much? that you've decided I have to get that thing canceled. I have to boycott that. I have to stop that from happening. Have you ever felt that strongly about anything in your life, bro? No, right? no I don't have that energy, bro. It's like, you know, I choose to watch, not watch. That's buy, it. not buy, invest, not invest. But I don't, I've never been that guy. And another guy that goes, it goes back to the values, right? Then the way I was, uh, I was brought up by my mom, right? She's like, I learned early on as a kid that people are going to be different and, and appreciate the difference because you get to learn from different people. Um, you know, people have, everything's a matter of taste. What you like, somebody might not else like. So respect the fact that they don't like it. You don't have to have an argument with somebody because they have a difference of opinion. Uh, respect the fact that they have a different opinion and try to have uh, a, a, um, an honest conversation and share point of views and learn from each other. Right. So for me, it's like, 
I walk into life knowing that I'm not going to uh, uh, like everything I see. I'm not going to, uh, you know, I'm not going to approach it that way, but I get to choose. And I'm not going to drag somebody into the mud because I don't like what they did. Unless yeah, I mean, you, unless it's like a physical attack or, you know, an intentional attack. On well, if family. it's a personal it's attack. It's the creative expression. Absolutely. Yeah, don't yeah. create, man. I don't, yeah. I, I don't, I, I ain't mad at you. Do your thing. Yeah, no, uh, Hugo says it's easier for folks that this was before, um, before what you just posted now. It's easier to, it's easier for folks to tear down what they don't like than to build something they do like. Yeah. 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 Uh, cancel culture is basically a witch hunt. Absolutely. And actually, not even they don't like, but just don't agree with or support their perspective. A hundred percent, man. A hundred percent. You know, outside of what we do here, and Sam, you, you work with, with the public, right? Yeah. With, you know, customers and things of that nature. And, it is, it is very, it's, it's interesting to me a, a lot of the times. And a lot of these companies now want surveys from customers and things like that. And it is so easy for a customer to fill a survey when they're unhappy. Yes. But they barely ever fill a survey when they are very happy with the service. Yes. It's always easy to send that, I hated the service, I hated the service, or put it on Yelp or put whatever, than it is to send a, hey, man, you did a great job. Thank you so much for your for what you did for us today yeah and that's and i think that's just human nature right it, it, like to hugo's point it's easier to destroy than create and so it's easy to bring somebody down or try to stop something from happening just because you feel like it then to well, say well, you know what it's cool that makes sense. It's, it's cool to put people down it's cool to be part of this cancel culture until you're the one being targeted right it's it's cool it's a trend it's a movement that's happening in society where it's 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 okay to be angry. It's okay to attack. It's okay not to compromise. It's okay, you know, to let your emotions get the best of you, um, you know, until you put yourself in a situation that you can't come out of, right? And I think, um, you know, think about it. When we grew up, right, it was it was about discussions. It was about debates. It was about family. You think about it now. It's about individuality. You know, no holds barred. Don't let anybody hold you back. Don't let anybody tell you what to do. You you know better. You you know whatever. They can't teach me nothing, right? So it's like it's a different era, and and right now the movement is really attack on anything that you don't agree with. Um. Yeah. From the art and creative side, the other thing I keep thinking and being uncertain about is: Do you separate the artist from the art, like J.K. Rowling, Harry Potter, or Scott Adams and Dilbert? Um. Yeah. Right. Right. Yeah. I think, because at the end of the day, the people creating it are still human beings, right? I think so. I think how you can keep yourself out of harm's way is if you're creative, stay being a creative. I think what happens is when you start going into these circles, circles where you're not really the expert, politics, right? All these things that's happening in, in, in society and you start intertwining with that. Now you put yourself at risk of somebody saying, I don't like your opinion. I'm going to cancel what you do, right? Bro, and then they dig back into a tweet yes. from 20 years ago yes, you, or 10 years ago. I say, yeah. I'm exaggerating. But they look, go back to something you said on some yes. social media network or whatever. And um, they when you were eight years old, you threw it in Haiti in your school or something. You know, it's right, like, what the exactly. hell? And all of a sudden you hate, you hate a race. And it's like, wait, what? Yes. What are you talking about? Most outraged groups are people who want to free... Uh, free, uh, feel relevant, so they create an issue to fight and stand for. Um, yeah, man, I, I that this this whole thing, I, 
it's it's so easy to kind of like to do all the hating. You know what I mean? People love to hate, bro. People love yeah, to hate. I mean, just look what happened with you know. I mean, you think about in in the celebrity movement, right? The moment they uh, a celebrity has an opinion on society or politics, no, next you know they're targeted immediately. Boom, backlash, right? So I think I think if you're gonna be a creative, you gotta pick and choose your poison, you know, and understand the consequences. There's ramifications for everything. Um, and that there are going to be people that are not going to agree with your opinion and they might like your product, but now because of your opinion, they're going to go after your, your moneymaker and they're going to shut that down. Right. And I think that's what happens with sponsorships. Yeah. Right. And all the, you've seen what happened with all these guys like Kanye West, all this, you know, it happens. Right. So it's one of those reasons why I don't engage in a lot of these, these heated debates online because that it's not my place. I'm just a creative. I'm focusing on that. I, sh I you know, I talk to creatives and I keep it there. I don't, I don't need that drama yeah. in my life. Yeah. There, there was years ago, man, there, there was a, I forget who, who was, who said this. Um, and I'm very ignorant for not, for not knowing, but somebody said about basketball players, about, about athletes, her thing was shut up and dribble. Right. <laughs> because a lot of these, a lot of these, a lot of these, you know, athletes, they want to go into the news and they want to, you know, talk about political stuff. And it's like, for me, I love sports, bro. I love sports. I love it. I watch. Um, there's a basketball game in the background right now. But I, I know that these guys, to me, in my head, are just athletes. I don't care what Jalen Brunson from the New York Knicks thinks politically. I, I don't care. As long as he's scoring 30 points for my team and we're winning, that's, that's, where, I, I, that's where I stand with him, right? Same thing with artists. Let's just create our, our, our books. Like I think Hugo mentioned, um, you know, J.K. Rollins. Right. If you're a fan of Harry Potter, what the hell does Harry Potter have to do with her political beliefs? You know what I'm saying? Unless, unless yeah. the agenda is in the books. Yes. If then you're writing on that right. subject exactly. matter. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? It's like yes. use your, you can use your voice by voting. Right. You can use your voice by participating in your local community um, elections. <laughs> Uh, your city elections, yeah. you know, your state elections and the national elections. Right. That's how you use your voice. Right. But what happens is uh, I think everybody wants the microphone. Right. I want to be heard. Uh, it comes at a price. Yeah. But you know what, Paul, when people ask for your opinion, you give it to them. But outside of what you're doing here, you and I, all of us can go out for drinks and have a discussion about whatever we want to have a discussion about. It doesn't have to be a stream yard link. It doesn't have to be a stream you know, show just for the likes, just for the views, just for whatever. Just it doesn't have to be that because we all have opinions, man. We all do have opinions. I have opinions yeah. about what's going on in the world outside of comics, but do I share that here on this platform? It's not the place. It's not the place. Yeah, it's not the place. And, I, and you got to understand. I mean, like for me, the I'm not. There's a, there's a level of attention that I don't want, right? Mm -hmm. And so for me, it's like this show is really just to highlight creatives. My my artwork is really for me to express freedom of expression and tell stories that I love to tell, right? And I'm not willing to compromise that because you know I have I have political views, I have social views, but you're not going to know because I don't share it, you know. Yeah. And I think because I keep it within my circle, right? And uh, and I use my power of the pen, and I'll go and I'll vote locally and um, nationally. Yeah. And that's how I use it, right? Oh, you write your letter to your local. I wrote a letter to my when I lived in Jersey, right? You know, they um, there was a big infestation in the entire neighborhood, just running rampant out of nowhere, came out of nowhere, left field, rats running around everywhere. I wrote a, and it, and they burrowed themselves in my Honda CRV, 
in my engine and died in it. I and that. I took it to get detail. I had to get the engine detail and they couldn't get the stench out. I wrote a letter to the mayor. The mayor picked up the bill because in Hoboken, they flushed the sewer system, which led to all those rats coming out in our city. And, and they were coming out of there. And that's what happened. So he took the bill and then he came over to the house and he bought us flowers and he apologized for it. Right. So that's how you use use your voice. I didn't go on social media or any of that stuff. I contacted my politician directly. Well, that, that's the, the problem is social media, too. Right. People yeah. feel like that's a place to go and, and talk about it. You know, it's like social media, social media. Um, Phil said, said something funny that I was laughing about before. My debates were who wins in a fight. Tarzan, Flash Gordon, Tarzan, Flash Gordon. Like, yeah, those were our debates. Right. And, but here's the thing. You can't even debate nowadays. Uh-uh. Right. Because if I'm if I'm not with you, I'm against you. Yes. If I don't believe the same things you, Sam, believes, then we can't be friends because we have different opinions and now we no longer are friends. Nah, man, that's not what it is. You can have your own opinions. I can have my own viewpoints on certain things. And as long as we're communicating them and we're and we're friends and we're boys at the end of it, it it's what it is. You yeah. know, I, I talk about sports. I when I'm playing with, with my friends on the court, I hate my friends on the court, right? We're competing against each other. I want to beat them. When the game ends, handshake. I love you, my brother. You okay? I hit you pretty hard in that foul. You all right? And we keep it moving. You know what I mean? Um, dude, that may also did something typically unheard of. Talking to these fun personal yeah. or professional. I mean, huh? And I felt honored that the fuck he showed up at my house, right? It's um, you know, I'm I'm going to talk politics. Unstoppable. <laughs> um, no, I mean, I mean, what was it? Um, I have a buddy of mine, strong political views, right? Strong, but different from mine, yeah. right? And we were in a car driving for a few hours and we were just talking, right? And we agreed to disagree, but I learned a lot from him. He learned a lot from me, just a discussion. And we, and then we were both like pondering. It's like, oh, we didn't consider that, right? Mm-hmm. But it was mm-hmm. nice, healthy to, but when we got to work, no one knew what the hell we were talking about no, because that's not the place. That was, that was not the place. That's not the right? place, my man. I think that's what it is. You got to know timing and also know that once you go into public sector, you have an, you have all eyes on you. You're going you're gonna to bring on yeah. that unwanted uh, attention. Bro, whatever happened to you don't discuss politics, religion, you know, at work. Like, you don't discuss those things. People are very freaking you know, hypersensitive. hypersensitive about that stuff. I mean, there was a there was a period where we couldn't even say Christmas at work. Oh, really? Remember? Yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Christmas happy was like, holidays. I was like, happy, happy holiday. holiday. Yeah, you have to change it to happy holiday. Instead of Merry Christmas, you have to say happy holiday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I said, what, ha- I said, what are you talking about? Santa Claus is part of my family. That's <laughs> like, you know, I was like, come on, you know. And uh, so, but that's where we were and that's where we are. But, you know, but that's why, you know, it's also important that if you're creating, stay creative. Yeah. Be mindful that the moment you veer off and you want to put somebody in this place because you don't agree with their opinion, you're also opening yourself up for unwanted attention. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and that's the risk. And that's the risk because it might not be your product. It just may be your opinion. Yeah, absolutely, um, man. You know, there's many reasons why people will target you. Yeah, we're going to bring in uh, JD on the other side of this yes. break, but he he sent he sent in the group chat that we have, he sent something from Aristotle, a quote from Aristotle, and the quote says, a fool contributes nothing worth hearing and takes offense at everything. Word. And, uh, and that, is, that is word. But what, what do we have, uh, you want to do the word from our sponsor and bring in uh, yes. JD, yes. see what he's got? And now, a word from our sponsor. Ooh. (laughs) 
Word, word. Oh, so I'm sorry, my bad, my bad. Oh, oh, oh you're going solo. Okay. <laughs> I felt that, kid. I oh, felt that, kid. Yo, that was good. The lights <laughs> jumping when it was going on, you know what I'm saying? Right? I know, it was the strike lights. Like thousands, you know what I'm saying? Big shout out to Ace of Imagination. That Kickstarter that you're going to be coming out with later on this year is a six stories of terror leading up to the event that changes our world forever. And so I've that been. book right there is going to be a really, really cool book. So make sure you sign Very up cool. to the pre-launch page for that book when you get a chance. And the music was dope, bro. Fuck it, guys. Damn. Yo, Jay. All this we're... talk, all this talk about mm. cancel culture mm. has me worried when mm. people find out what I did to the kid who was coming on that was from Make-A-Wish. You know what oh, I mean? No. They found out what I did because, I mean, to get a seat on your show is like, <laughs> I've been waiting the last three years to come back, guys. Goddamn. That's how I've been on your shows pre-pandemic. There's a waiting list. There's a waiting list. Oh, my God. You know, I mean, I, I thought it was because Sam knows I kick his ass in handball. Wow. Wow. First of all, bring your wheelchair and let's play. To live in Jersey because he couldn't handle the competition in New York. Right, no. he couldn't handle the competition. I was looking for fresh meat because there was Come nobody left from the East You Coast. went to Texas because <laughs> nobody over there knows how to play the game of handball, and you're like, "Oh, it's an easy win." You know what I'm saying? What, what that, that's 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 like that's like Marco Polo. I encountered a new territory. <laughs> oh, I put my flag down. It's <laughs> me now. Where is this Puerto Rican or Puerto Rican crime? Just a few minutes ago, <laughs> it was kumbaya. It was love, and all of a sudden, it's. But see what I'm saying? That's how we still that's, love each see, other. That's Guess how we what? do. Still That's what other. cuts through all his fucking cancel culture bullshit, <laughs> right? Because <laughs> Adult content only. There you go. There you go. But it's true, bro. It's infuriating, Jay. It's infuriating. You know, you you have to. But it's like people don't know how to snap on each other anymore. Maybe I use it. Maybe I use the phrase that's too old, right? That doesn't get down with people anymore. But that's how it was. That's how we got down. Whether it was on the court, whether it was in school, it was on the bus, whether it was in the car. And you know what? You snap on somebody, right? And then you clap back. That's it. That's That's it. it. The people who are going out there. Right. And 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 talking about X, Y and Z and being jealous and being passionate. You know, those are the same people, in my opinion, that would talk about, you know, things that happen in their relationship that should never be spoken about publicly. Yes. You know what I mean? And um, those folks who do that. I, I guess you didn't read the X-Men growing up. Right? <laughs> I, I mean, come on, man. There's certain, there's certain things you should be talking about. There's certain things you should be passionate about. Right. Yes. Um, but. You know, when it comes to stuff like hate speech, um, um, trying to vehemently change the way you or I think because you have an opinion on something, you know, leave leave that, leave that, right. leave that alone. Really, yeah, seriously, yeah. find something else to do with your time. Mm-hmm. That's what it's all about. Um, yeah. But unfortunately, even before social media, it was the negativity that would cut through anything. Yeah. When you see the news at night. What'd you hear about? Killings, drug dealings, yeah. right? Problems in other countries. When you'd read the paper in the morning, what was it about? Same thing. You'd never see positive, positive moments headlining anything at all, right? Mm-hmm. One of the biggest things that came, come out of our award show, uh, um, the host getting smacked, um, you know, this person who who broke this record snubbed somebody else who was, you know, the, the previous record holder of it. Or Killer Mike, who just got arrested at the Grammys. 
Killer Mike really? Yeah, they took him out. I didn't even know who Killer Mike was. Award. Of course I know who Killer Mike was. Yeah, after, he's got a, after he's got his award, they took him on handcuffs. For what? Apparently he got into some know. altercation of verbal confrontation with somebody else. Was it at the show? I thought the feds the were show, just yeah. after him. They, I thought the feds were just backstage. after him. No, no, but I thought the feds were after him and they just got him at the show. I no, they said it was an incident that happened at the show. Look at that. So somebody got scared. Yeah. Plain and simple. Yeah, it was right. a, it was a, it was an argument. And, and somebody got and... scared. No, because you know what, Killer Mike is a very opinionated gentleman, but he's a very intelligent <clears throat> gentleman. So the words that are coming out of his mouth are very well thought before they make it out into the air. So I mean, do I know him personally? No. Have I followed a lot of the things that Killer Mike has said and done, and have agreed with some of the things? Yeah, not everything. But guess what? That's what you do when you're an adult. Right. right, but you but you never boycotted his music, right? Like no, you, you, like, no, you know, and then I think people have a hard time differentiating that. You know can I, mean? I separate the artist from the artist work? Not really, because I don't listen to R. Kelly anymore. You no? know, no. What about Mike? What about Michael? What about Michael Jackson? MJ? I, you know what? That's still, you know, there's, there's the court of public opinion. There's what really happened, and then there's what made it out into the news, and I. I I don't know. I, you know, um, but, you know, I mean, it, ladies and gentlemen, you don't know what to believe, right? Right. So, but that is my place yeah. to make that decision, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. Not yours to make me make that decision. Correct. I mean, Correct. not you guys, the royal you, right? Mm -hmm. And it's also not my place to guess what? Uh, not share that with you if I don't want to. Right. Tough. Suck yeah. it the fuck up. <laughs> I just love five sponsors. Sponsors. Yeah, I wish that'd be nice. <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. For that. Nice, you know, but it just it just gets me pissed off. It's I just know, I hear you. people people don't have uh, enough to do with their time. Seriously, get off your phone and and go find a fucking hobby. Raise your kids, right? Find another fucking job, or try to be creative. Because yeah. those who can't do Teach those who can't teach, teach Jim, right? <laughs> teach Jim. <laughs> no, that was my best class. <laughs> I love Jim. I love Jim. Yo, Jay, so have you ever experienced that with your books? Like, have you ever experienced yes. anybody coming back and I saying, have. Hey, um, yeah, canceled? No, um, not, not, not to the extreme event, but um, um, questioned, questioned intensely. Like, dude, again, you know, and this is gonna sound like a shameless plug, but it's not, right? Here I am writing a book about an Afro Brit. Right. Okay. What do I have to do uh, about this being a, a light skinned Puerto Rican guy? Oh, okay. But you know what? You don't know what the rest of my family looks like. You don't know who my grandparents are. So for you to make those decisions, mm, you're uninformed about making those types of decisions. Are there certain stories that I cannot tell? Hell yes. Hell yes, I can't. Right. Are there certain stories that I can tell? Yeah. And those are the ones that I'm going to lean into. And if I need help telling some of those other stories, I will either ask for it or I will let the people who can tell those stories do that with me. Right. Right. The first two issues of Shield of the Interceptor were written by Brandon Easton. Brandon, for those of you who don't know, he's writing Robotech right now, but he's written um, uh, Peggy Carter to V and Shield. He's written on, on Transformers. Um, he's written a whole bunch of stuff. Can he tell some of those stories? Yeah, but he chose not to. Yeah, he chose to tell an entertaining superhero story. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Um, that's not to say certain elements can't be hidden, slid in, backdoored in some way. Yeah. Well, well um, that, that, that's what that's where research comes in, right? Who, who says like you, you you says you can't write that story? It's like it's like telling the guy, it's like telling Stephen King not to write horror because he's never killed 
anyone. Right. You know what I mean? He's like, right. he's never dressed up like a clown and killed a bunch of kids. So you can't write it because right. you never did that. Like, that's stupid, bro. It's right. it's it's fiction. What do you know about Uranus? It's, it's, wow. <laughs> that's like Sam. That's like Sam. Yes. That's like telling yeah. Sam not to write about Uranus. Wow. Yes. Um, are you an alien, Sam? Right, right, right. Right, Sam, are you green? <laughs> you agree? You agree? It's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. Yeah. It is. No, but that's um, crazy, man. So you did get some clap for them, huh? Yeah, man. And and it's just it's just from those overzealous individuals. Unfortunately, negativity cuts through the air a hell of a lot quicker because it's always easier to tear down somebody else's building than put your own up, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, it's a cliche statement, but it's the easiest metaphor to get across. Yeah. You know? Um do you do some some of us bury our heads too deep to see what's going on there? Yeah, some of us do. Is that is that also the other side of the negative coin? Probably. Probably. Um, but it, it people got too much free time right now, man. Go do something else. Go yeah, do something else. It's pretty crazy how, like, when you look at the numbers for Netflix, right? Most of the shows that people watch are those like are those docuseries on like murders. Yes, yeah, sir. Unsolved mysteries. Yes, sir. Things like that, like infatuated mm -hmm. with serial killers, <laughs> things of that nature. It just drives. It just drives. Uh, you know, it just those with the baser it. instincts are yeah. going to yeah. follow the easier things for their mind to process. Yeah, 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 yeah. Right, and that's why hate comes across so easily because it's something that they can latch onto quicker without having to understand the full scope of things mm -hmm. until it blows up in your face. Yeah, I like this from Lupin. She says, people are quick to judge. I'm assumed to be a Mary Poppins, but I'm more of a Dick Van Dyke. <laughs> hey. There you go. There you go. But, but, but Jay, so yes. thank you for coming on the show. Thanks for having thank me, you guys. For being you know, here, brother. It's, it's always a good time when you're on the show. We appreciate it's a good time on the show. It's a good time when I hang out with you guys. You know yeah, what I mean? You're cool people. Yeah. It's good um, stuff. It's good stuff. And, and, and sometimes we need just that, that vibrant, effervescence of joy just seeing somebody else laugh right yeah. triggers something in your head that takes you to a different path that okay maybe i can sleep a little bit better tonight not thinking about any negative the negative stuff that's going on out there yeah yeah that, right. that daphne's coming in oh the, the worst part is that most of those type of critiques come from people who actually don't care about what they're complaining right. about but feel they're getting some clout by giving you a hard time Yes. Yeah, 15 yes. minutes of the game. They just want they just want to be, you know, they just I want to be say heard. Something. You could hear something. me. Yeah. My name is Karen. I got an It's it, you know, cancel cancel culture is just counterculture scaled up, right? It's those who don't think they're cool kids, so they'll hate on anything that's around them, taken to the nth level. Yeah. I okay. but that's my opinion, folks. You don't have to agree with it, and that's okay. Oh. Whether you do or you don't, do I want to talk about it with you? Probably not. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, and you you walk into conversations, right? And you're like, oh, and I stay silent. I just like let it happen. I was like, you guys do your thing. I'm just gonna sit here, have my beer, and just watch and listen, right? And it's like I don't need to, you know, participate. Correct. Um, because this because it because also people, you know, lead with their emotions, and sometimes they take it a little too far, too. Yes. Right. So uh, you know, it's it's just one of those things where there's a fine line and you just got to know exactly what you're getting into when you decide to get into it. Right. Absolutely. I mean, at the end of the day, I just think it's people fishing for attention. Yeah. That's it. You need a hug. Yo. <laughs> That's yeah. You just said, I need a hug. I'm like, I got you. I got or, you. Or, you know what? A partner in life. How yes. about that? You know? 
Come on, man. How many? What are they called? Them the neckbeards? The people that still live in mom's basement? Come on. <laughs> yeah. Every time I hear that, I hear Ma, meatloaf. That's all. I, that's all I hear. <laughs> yeah, no, <laughs> basement, Ma. Yes. 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 That's all yeah, I, hear. I, I I mean, I don't know. I think Sam. I was on. I was in a in an after show with you. And we were talking to somebody, and I'm you know I'm not going to mention the creator's name, but but I, you know sometime in the conversation, the creator started to to whip out the gun, right? <laughs> well, because they were cleaning their gun. Right. Oh, <laughs> okay, so what? You know, this doesn't need to be a pissing contest. Right. I don't need to know that you have a fucking gun for you to try to get your point across. Yes. <laughs> yes. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> like, zip it, focus. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I'm sorry. I'm sorry if I'm coming out. Strong. No, I hear you. I hear You're you. Coming in hot. I like it. You're coming yeah. in hot, bro. You're coming in hot. Yeah, it's like fuego. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And I'm the one drinking. <laughs> I know. I know, dude. I'm, I'm, I spent a I spent a full weekend drinking, so I'm all on water right now. I'm trying to just rehydrate, bro. <laughs> So you were away. You were having a good time. You went out to the to the to the island. Back I spent to the time. Country. I spent time um, in Puerto Rico with my family, nice. celebrating my mom's seventy eighth birthday. Oh, um, happy birthday! Honoring happy birthday. honoring those that that we lost. Yeah. Um, because last year was a pretty much uh, a crazy year for my family. You know, I know for you know everybody out there, things happen. Um, and respect to anybody <laughs> who who lost their loved ones. I'm sorry. Yeah. I saw that. Jay, I'm yeah. sorry. I saw that. That what you saying was it was this. At least it was just a gun being whipped out. Yeah. <laughs> that made me laugh. Thank, thank God. God. <laughs> yeah, you know thank God. God. Problem with the gun was getting whipped out because the other thing really wasn't big enough to show on the camera. <laughs> oh, oh damn. Damn. You know, I mean that happened. That happened. Hey, Arely, what's up? <laughs> oh, I'm sorry, man. Go, go ahead. Go ahead, Jay. No, no. You were, you were out there, you were you were celebrating. Yeah. Uh yeah. what and you know, we were just we took a break from comics. We took a break from, from, you know, everything else that's going out there in the world to just be with family. Sometimes that reset is, is what everybody needs also. Yeah. Did you do any writing out there? I wish I could have, mm. uh, but I was sourced. <laughs> <laughs> um, um, I did have, a, I did have a few moments where, uh, some things came to my head and you I started happy, happy birthday. To thank your mom, you. Thank you. Thank you. Hugo. Um, I, uh, I, you know, you're, you're always writing, right? You're always finding mm -hmm. moments of inspiration. Mm -hmm. And for a, a few moments, I saw things that said, uh, hey, can I try to do this in, in the stories that are coming up? And I'm like, you know what? I laid down um, a solid draft. Let me stick with what I've put together and utilize those moments of inspiration for something else down the line, right? That's so cool. I put that, put that stuff in the drawer. Um, but yeah, I'm always, I'm always taking notes more than I am writing. Yeah, uh, I've spoken to a lot of people recently who've asked me about writing, even yourself, George, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. right? And it's like, I don't feel I'm a writer. I still feel like I'm the little kid, you know, in his room, playing with his G.I. Joe's, G.I. Joe's, not Joe's, G.I. <laughs> Joe's. Uh, you know, make believe that that Snake Eyes is Spider-Man, you know what I mean? <laughs> and, and, you know, Princess Leia is is Mary Jane and, and uh, I'm putting a story together like that. Um, but trying to make it logical and then trying to make it entertaining, I guess is what makes me a writer. Yeah. Right. Yeah, um, yeah absolutely. But, but most of it is just taking notes, taking notes, taking notes and you know, compiling it and, and 
building an outline and then a draft. I'm sorry to get technical. Yeah. You just brought up something that just piqued my curiosity. How many, what percentage of ideas that you've written down did you actually flesh out and do something with? What percentage of it? Uh, how, how, how deep is fleshed out? Like you actually an outline. Yeah. You, um, you, how many outlines have you created for story? How many stories do you have like pending that you said, I would love to do this. I would love to do this. And right. you wrote a draft, oh. but in what percentage did you actually do versus what's sitting in your. Okay. Um, so I have over 20 outlines, concept, conceptual properties that I'd like to work on uh, from those 20. There are three that have been scripted out and will be worked on right one is a one is a horror creep show style concept where it's an anthology but there is a the b story is is connecting all of those elements um there is another superhero story that's spun out of funny enough shield of the interceptor and there is a horror teen story um that I've just been waiting for the right artist to pull the trigger on that with. And then, you know, a bunch of other things that I'd love to do if I ever get the point to, to work on all that. Yeah. You know, but other than that, yeah. Interceptor, um, the storm chasers, New York versus the world, um, uh, Vicky sticks, all of that pretty much spun out of one concept and, and, and branched out to different areas. So I can't say that I found something to, to be the the impetus for each one of those individually right, right. They, they they branched off of just one main concept but the other stuff yeah it, it's there it's waiting in the wings um again i'd love to be able to say rich bitch and we can do all of that right, right? um but we'll see we'll see well, well that, and that was gonna be my question for you jay what is like what's holding you back from doing them and obviously it, it costs a lot dope. of money to create these pretty dope books. brother yeah. Yeah. yeah you know um this is as Calderon likes to say, this is an expensive hobby. Yes. Yeah. Right. We are, we are a, a lot of us are still in the, you know, break even area. Um, and then finding ways to get a leg up on this. You guys mentioned all the conventions that you're doing earlier. That is a hell of a way to make money and 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 create interest and expose it to different folks. Cause that's what this is about at the end yeah. of the day. Is how many eyeballs can you reach? And then from that. How many can you funnel back down to purchase your product? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Right. And that's why you guys know I'm a big proponent of offset printing. Uh, we talk <laughs> about it a lot. Not everybody could do it. And unfortunately, it comes off like a flex too, too many times from me. And I'm not trying to do that at all. Um, I've just built myself up to a point where we can do that. And I see the opportunities that come from that. Right. A lot of people don't want to utilize that that concept and it's understood or can't utilize that and it's understood as well 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 let me ask you this jay and, and i don't know if you want to just post a couple of these uh up there sam i know daphne said that she spent three weeks away before this one i think you missed the real yeah. one that she had i spent three weeks away and i forced myself to not work and it was such a help i came back more focused with what i need to do we work so hard that we forget we need to kill julio i mean sorry hugo said absolutely daphne i'm glad to hear it we forget that sometimes we forget we need to let ideas marinate in our subconscious for a bit Yes. How do you keep all those ideas from overwhelming you and taking away from focusing what you have on your plate already? Word. Um, how, how do you do that? That is, that's the hard part, right? <laughs> I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm a big boy. I eat with my eyes, right? <laughs> um, I cannot, boy. I cannot deny that. 
Uh, but focusing is the hard part for me, yeah. you know. Um, I, I guess maybe crunch time is is what helps me focus on what is on the plate at the moment before I expand it out of the stuff, or at least finishing it. You know, I've had I've had seven different titles out, and right. from those, I've been able to close. Did George just give my <laughs> Julio? What up, Julio? What's up, Julio? It's Julio, Julio, it's Julio, Julio Dull, baby. I'm sorry, but go ahead, go ahead. No, yeah, no, yeah. no, dude, that, we're having fun. Um, it's just uh, I forgot what I was even gonna say. Um, yeah, that's what I, I want. I didn't want you to forget. That's why. Right. That's, like, damn, that's, that's the problem. I'm so unfocused. You know what but, I mean? Uh, so this is how do you keep all the ideas from overwhelming but, you? But let me ask you this, Jay, because I, I know, like, and going back to the the point you made about about offset printing, because I've always I've, I've always wondered about how you handle this, right? Mm -hmm. Like, I know you, I know you're a big proponent of it. You say, you know, it, and and it make, and it makes sense, right? Because when you print anything or when you do anything in bulk, it's what Costco exists, right? You're gonna pay less for it, right? But what happens when you're doing an ongoing series and you have issues one, two, you're a beast. You have issues one, two, three, four, five. You're on fifth, you're on the fifth issue right now. Are you offset printing every single issue of that yeah. book? Well, the bigger ones, um, yeah, excuse me, the earlier ones, yes. Right? So the earlier ones we did. 3,000, 3,000, 3,000. So when you say earlier ones, issues one, maybe one, two, and three? Correct. Okay. Correct. Right? And then four and five, okay, well, we're not, we weren't selling as many. Um, and then I was going into the trade. So I was like, oh, is this one really going to move? Um, and then how do I utilize all those extra copies is the key. Am I going to make bank on all of them? No. Can I utilize them to get people to come back down the funnel and find my other product? Hell yeah. So would you say that it's probably smart to do the do the offset printing on issue one, see yeah. how that moves, and then decide if you're going to move on to issue yes. two and do another three thousand? Yes. Some people just do that and they go right into the trade. You right? So they have that first one. They use that as a yeah. test copy, yeah. Yeah. and then the they'll use that also to funnel into selling the complete story. All right, yeah. this is what's going to get your toes wet. But yeah. now, if you pick this one, you're getting the full kit and caboodle with it. Yeah. And to your point, when you have that many printed, you can give some of those away. Of you can course. do more things with those things. So I, I totally get you on that. I was just thinking, damn, if you have to print 3,000 for every single issue, if it's an ongoing series, A, you're going to go broke. B, you're going to run out of space. You know what I mean? Like, it, it's going to be tough to move that stuff. It is. I mean, and that's just the single issues. Imagine the, the trades, right? Yeah. I mean, I, I got a quote from China, 500, uh, minimum 500 units for... Um, uh, a 200 page full color book at five bucks a pop. That's dope. Yeah. Yeah. Right. That's no, that's no drop in a bucket. Right. Um, but you can flip that and you can, you can flip that for, you know, a $10 book. You can make that a $10 book. And oh, you kidding me? Yeah. 200 pages. Well, no, I'm just saying, I'm just saying that's, 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 that's worst case. No, that's worst case yeah. scenario is what I'm saying. Like if you wanted to compete, worst case scenario, if you wanted to compete with the mangas of the world, if you wanted yes. to compete, you know what I'm saying? Because, those things they're giving those things away, bro. Like yeah. I, I was right. at I was at a store and I saw a manga this thick for like five dollars. I went to get the Killing Joke that is maybe this thick and it was twenty. Right. It's like, right? How are we right. gonna compete with that, bro? Like we can't, you know? and then and then we can't compete with their their excuse me the the vast catalogs that they have going into it, right? This is hitting our shores now. How many years was it going on back there? Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Is their story even over before it even hits our shores? True. We can't compete with that. Mm -hmm. Um. The only ones we should be competing with is ourselves or having fun with others, right? Yeah. The way you said it earlier, yeah. you know, when I'm on the court, I hate you. 
right? But I can have a beer with you afterwards. Absolutely. I do that with everybody when we're at a show, right? Am I going to share a drink with you at a show? Of course. But are oh, we going back and forth? You were trying to get me drunk so I couldn't speak to my people when oh, I was trying yeah. to sell a book? Oh, snap. <laughs> That's awesome. I'm not that altruistic person either. Let's let's be honest. He's getting to beat. He's playing bro, chess. I'm playing sectors over here. I have, I have my homeboy next to me selling prints uh, of wrestling stuff. I'm like, damn, me on the first day, he had already hit up uh, almost nine thousand dollars. I'm like, yo, you gotta slow down. So they spent some money over here. Here's a drink. <laughs> Sabotage, but we have fun with that, right? We can have fun. If you're shitting on me Mm -hmm. at a show, we're cracking jokes, right? On each other, cool. If we understand that, as long as we're not getting in the way of each other making money, Mm -hmm. everything is green. Then yes, we're gonna have fun with each other, yeah. right? And when I say compete, I'm I'm not trying to destroy you, destroy you, but yeah, I'm gonna be like, oh, I'm you know, I'm beating you in the race. Well, you know, That's you it. know, but part of it too is, and I think that there's there's certain things that you should not do at a show, right? Like if I'm share, if I'm sitting right next to you, wait till I'm done with my pitch before you start saying, hey, no, no, come over here and check this out. Yes. You know what I mean? There's got to yes. be some kind of like decorum when it comes to it's, that. It's etiquette. Not everybody understands that, That's but that right. comes from. Uh, I'm loving the accent. <laughs> it's that more winning. How um, you doing? Yeah. Um, um, that you know that comes again with doing shows, and you guys yeah. are going to see it. I mean, I, I think you broke down about fifteen to twenty different cons that you're going to be doing right up until New York Comic Con, <clears throat> and in that time, you guys are going to be seeing a lot of ups and downs, and people mm-hmm. not absolutely doing what they're supposed to be doing, but also people that are doing business the right way. And mm-hmm. as long as you are, we're good in each other's book, right? You don't pillage somebody's customer when they're in the middle of the pitch, right? And you right. don't try to sabotage what they're doing. Um, I don't like sharing my table with other people. Not because I'm hating on other folks, but I have been in those moments where when I've stepped away from the table, the patterns are rearranged. Why? Because you think... <laughs> You know, I'm selling better because I'm in this corner of the of the booth and and you're not and you're wow. trying to take that spot. That's, that's an insecurity I don't want to deal with. That's crazy. Yeah, that's not, you know, I feel this. Yeah, I, I hear you. I mean, with me, I, I prefer like my full table because um, yeah, I have I want to show my inventory. I want to, you know, create my own atmosphere. It's my yeah. own shop. You know what I mean? It's like you, exactly. you're a shop owner and I just want to welcome people to my shop. Yeah, exactly. So, so, sometimes when you when you've done this long enough, it, it's almost like that thing where like. When you're younger, you don't mind having roommates, but by the time right. you get a certain age, you want your own house, you want your own space. And yeah. I think it's the same thing at a table. The, the more you do this, the more you're less willing to share a table, and the more you're saying, I think I need my own space now. I think yeah. I, I need to do this on my own. I've graduated. Yeah, yeah you've grown up. Yeah. You've grown, grown up. up. I've grown don't up. Don't get me wrong. That doesn't mean that you don't share a room with somebody if you're traveling right. out of state. Oh, absolutely. You, you got to right? save it somewhere. Right. You Logic, your travel logistics yeah. factor in heavily yeah, yeah, into yeah, doing yeah. a convention. Yeah. Sam, that's why you said you're not going to be doing ZoloCon, right? right? It's mm-hmm. in Philadelphia Philadelphia, or, yeah. or Pennsylvania. It's in PA. It's somewhere. Yeah, it's in PA, right? That's a high County, PA. I've driven from New York to Texas. That's a 28-hour drive from yes, getting right. for, for a con. You know, that's a hike, man. But if you're doing with somebody, okay. You're covering some of the tolls, you know, 
you're 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 staying at a, a lodge, uh, yeah. a travel lodge. Forget about Holiday Inn. You know, travel lodge where the the toilet is in the room with you. Wow. Um, oh, Damn. B. Damn. It's part of the bed. <laughs> Bro, <laughs> let me tell you something. You gotta roll over. You know what? I'm all for that, right? Until I went to Baltimore, uh -huh. and there were blood stains in the bathroom. I was like, you know what? Maybe I need to pay 120 versus the $90 I paid for this hotel room. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like sometimes you gotta kind of like, you know, especially in yeah. cities, especially in some cities. And I hate to shout out Baltimore like that, but it's real. That's that's how it is. Oh, I know. Where was it? Where was it in Baltimore? Was it by PG County or 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 further up north? Nah, nah, it was it was like it was like in the out, not even in the outskirts, it was like in Baltimore. In in, in Baltimore city. proper. Yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. We yeah, we had the same problem in in the Bucks County, PA. Yeah, right? yeah. We had, we had blood. We had <laughs> we had, we had mosquitoes and flies. We had it smoke, like smoke in there. Like it was it horrible. Just, yeah, like they were still in there smoking. You know, it's funny. I did a I did a a Wizard World in Philly, and I stayed at a travel lodge. Here's the travel lodge in the middle. On the left was the rehab clinic. On the right was the Scientology uh, uh, recruitment place, right? Wow. And I'm like, it was $50 a night. You know what, I mean? what are we going to do? It was $50 a night. Yeah, so Lou says, I got to the point at the convention that I needed space for me. The divorce helped me tremendously. <laughs> that's so awesome. That says there's a trend at anime content. They're not allowing people to share tables anymore. I wonder when that's going to hit the mainstream. That's crazy. Okay. Yeah. See, but now there's artist alley tables. Artist alley tables are usually the more affordable tables yeah. at a convention, but they're smaller, right? Yeah. Sometimes they're four feet, sometimes they're six feet. Uh -huh. How are you going to share them that little space? That's hard. Forget yeah. about your product. You're you're like this with somebody. Yeah. I'm, you know, I'm that's why I stopped doing Fan Expo. Um, really? Fan Expo in Texas, they jacked up the price by $250. So it was $356 for a table. And that was like almost $600 for an artist alley table. It's six feet. They don't even give you a number until the day of the show. Oh, no. They don't. There's no publicity. There's, your name's not on anything, whatever. When you get there, the, the tables are so tight together. You got you to gotta step over people behind them to get out. I don't like that. It's crazy. I mean, and you barely like have enough room for your banner and your chair behind you. If you're lucky. Yeah. If you're lucky. Yeah. Right? Shit, and I wanted to do Dallas Fan Expo, man. Nah, Fifty dollars a night, but you get to pick up the shell casings and sell them for scrap metal. Yeah, yeah they were in the room. They were in the room. <laughs> they were in the room. That's brass, bro. That's brass. That's worth something, man. You know what I'm saying? Uh, we are indie. Every penny counts. Every you know? penny if, counts. If I was lucky doing a mob book, I'd use that as the you know as the extra giveaway as my stretch goal. Yo, Paul's ready for you to go to Dallas, bro. He said, "Come to <laughs> Dallas. Come to I Dallas." I think, I think with all the comments, I think Paul's ready to propose. <laughs> Paul's a good dude. He's out there. He's hustling. He is hustling. He is hustling. Right? But that, that's the fun about indie comics, right? We're meeting people that we never would have met, right? I mean, had I had I not been in comics, would I've known you? No, probably not, right? Maybe Sam, I would have beat him in the handball court. And wow, wow. Again, right? I'm like, dude, fuck this punk. lose, bro. I had crazy skills. I'm just <laughs> Sam will get nervous uh, once he sees me serving from the left, from with my left or with my right. Dude, you know, you're talking like, I got the, I got the under the leg, I got the back hand, I got what? the cut and the spin, bro. You crazy? Under the leg. I'm like, yeah. he's gonna be running around like this, and I'm like, pop, 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 pop. 
Drinking my, my beer. Bonk, bonk, bonk. Can we make this happen? Can we make this happen? I got to oh, see this. Bro, I see if it, it wasn't for Hamble, I never would have learned about posting up. You know what I mean, bro? Yeah, yeah, I yeah. stand right there in the center. I make your ass dance, kid. <laughs> Not just left and right. I'm Dude. a veteran. I played her off the top of the wall, and you're running back. Come on, man. When you throwing the papa, it's real. Yo, <laughs> hit that ball. He's gonna, he's gonna get ready to smack it, and it's gonna cut to the right. He's like, oh, where'd it go? <laughs> like, oh my god! When I first saw the ball cut on me, I'm like, what do I do? That's me, baby. Yeah, like, that's the flex. You're the devil. Yo, Lupa says something very nice about, about her significant other. I have the best guy now. He doesn't steal my thunder. He supports me. That's what it's all about. That's what it's all about. But, 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 Jay, Jay, we've been, we've been talking about a lot of things. I I know that you're here, not just because you like us and we're boys, but you have a book. You have a book. Yes. We need to talk about this book before you step out of here. So let's talk a little bit about the Shield of the Interceptor. Okay. Um, So, Shield of the Interceptor is my take on, I guess you could say, Arthurian mythology. Right. Um, wow, say that five times fast. Right. <laughs> Bro, as long as I've been doing it, I struggle. All right. I struggle. But also mixes in my love of Captain America. Captain mm. America was my favorite book growing up. It was the only one that, whether it was in a bodega, whether it was in a newsstand, um, I was able to get in sequence. Right. Mm. And there was a time during the 350s, the Mark Greenwald era, where Captain uh, Steve Rogers gave up the shield, gave up the costume gave up being Captain America and became the captain. And uh, in Captain America 334, you had John Walker and you had Lamar Hoskins show up on the cover of the book. When I was a kid, I picked up that book when I was in Puerto Rico with one of my grandmothers. My grandmother was Afro, one of my grandmothers was Afro-Latina. And you got a white guy and then you got a black guy with a big blowout. And my grandmother had a blowout, right? And she goes to me in Spanish, look, one of them looks like you and one of them looks like me. As a kid, that was the closest I was ever going to get to a Puerto Rican superhero. Mm-hmm. So when time came, whatever, and I'm building up my my mythology, my round table, uh, for lack of a better phrase, um, I did find out stuff about Puerto Rican mythology, and I included that into one of my books. But I also was trying to figure out how to, how to get my love of Captain America in there. I also loved Thundercats and He-Man growing up. They used swords. But you never saw them, You excuse me, they wielded swords, but you never saw them use the sword, right? Mm. It was always as a shield, propping up to deflect stuff. So then why the hell did they have it? Why not have a shield? <laughs> right, right. Um, and then I, I bring that in, Captain America, and we played along those parallel lines. So you've got Captain America, who's a white guy here in the States, and his shield is based in science. Well, with the shield of the Interceptor, you got the Interceptor, who's a man of color, He's out of the UK and his shield is based in magic. Um, it allows me to utilize the whole Excalibur and Arthurian legends, even some of the Midsummer Night's Dream, or even cherry pick things from the Gargoyles animated series, but not be bound by the rules that tie Excalibur into proper mythology along the lines of not being bound by the shield slinger stuff that would be established in Captain America. Mm. And I, I, I melded that together into my love of superhero books and mythology. So, so you, so you said that when you, you that was the first hello. book, that was the first book you were able to get in sequence. Yes. What, so t- why, why, why was that the only book that was told? Is that what was coming into the store in sequence at the time? Yeah. And it wasn't a popular seller. It wasn't the X-Men. So oh. it wasn't flying off the shelves like that. 
Gotcha. Right. It was the Kieran Dwyer years. It was also, um, uh, again, the Mark Greenwald years. Um, also, some of the the Herb Trimpey uh, um, books as well. Um, sorry, I'm, I'm getting too into the into the, you know, the the behind the scenes stuff uh, with this. But that was it. That's that's what I loved. It was bright. It was colorful. It was an underdog story, you know, and funny enough, Captain America, you know, he wasn't that that proud patriot that we think of, but he was mm. right. He stood for the American values, right? He stood for, he came out of the American graffiti era, right? He drove around in a van throughout the U S tackling the smaller problems. That's cool. And, and that's what stuck with me. Yeah. Um, right. So that's where, that's where a lot of my love for shield, the deceptor comes in, but trying to find a way to make it logical, entertaining and, drive away from that yeah. as as a entertaining concept that's that's the hook right the, that's what i put the work into the, the british side of it is that is that from the, the king arthur and that's that, that where that comes from is that why you injected the, the, the a british little bit of that of a little bit of i don't know if you guys remember who captain britain was mm -hmm. um but he had a choice right marvel's captain britain had a choice the the scepter or the necklace Right, and it was like, or was it the sword in the necklace? I'm not sure. I don't. Right. Really he had know. he had he had a choice. Pick one of those two things, and he, he didn't pick up. I I think he picked up the necklace. That's why Captain Britain had a, a necklace for a little while when he had the red costume. But it was like, why wasn't a sword and a shield? How? Why was the shield missing? You always find those synonymous with each other, and that was my also one of my concepts going into this, right? What if somebody picked up the shield? It was the amulet of right or sword of might. There you go. I got you. There you go, my man. My man. <laughs> All right. I'll let you score a point or two when you play. <laughs> there you go. But Jason, so you're up to issue five of yes. this book. Issue five. Yeah. Is this an ongoing series? This is an ongoing series. Okay. And tying everything back into me being of Puerto Rican descent, being one of the stories that I can tell, that's what we're diving okay. into. I'm okay. taking him in this arc to Puerto Rico. Um, there is this big facade of a former cacique, a chief uh, of the Tainos with, uh, named uh, Mawadamaka. And if anybody knows about Masada and the way um, um, they held off uh, so that the Jews can 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 get away, uh, it was something similar to that. So this cacique, Mawadamaka, held off the privateers to let the Tainos escape into the mountains. And his face is carved into the side of a mountain in Isabela, right? Um, diving into the Interceptor and mythology, how do I make some of that stuff work? How do I how do I have a drive for what the Interceptor, ha the Interceptor has to do? Is he a superhero? Um, no, he's more of an adventurer. And this guy has to keep certain relics, certain objects of power away from Lord Oberon. Diving into the Midsummer Night's Dream, right? One of the characters there. Mm -hmm. Um, and somehow one of the relics from Avalon makes its way to Puerto Rico through the privateers, through Columbus, injecting history into this. Um, and the Tainos were able to, to, to melt gold. How do people on an island know how to smelt, right? Manipulate this. Mm -hmm. Mama the Maka was known how to wear a pendant made of gold. All right, can I infuse those two elements and use artistic license to build a story around this? 
and that's that's what we do. That's what I'm injecting. So going back to, are there certain stories I can't tell? Yes. Right? I am bringing an Afro-Brit to Puerto Rico, and I'm joining mythologies, right? I'm joining uh, a Taino-Indian concepts with European mythology, and I'm trying to tell an entertaining story. And that starts here. That's why it's the golden moon. It's a pendant in the shape of a crescent, and we go from that. That's awesome, man. So people can get this uh, now on the Kickstarter that Correct. you have currently going on. There's what what else? Left. What? Yeah. What else is on this? So you have issues one through four on there. Obviously, issue five is this issue one. five. You can also pick up the first appearance of the Interceptor, which is in Storm Chasers issue number five. You can pick up his origin story, which is in Unstoppable Origins number one. So that's the bundle set. You can also pick up the trade of the. Uh, of the the character guide the source book right so i loved marvel universe's handbook or these he's who's who because you only get a few panels to figure out who some of these characters are they don't get a lot of screen time but in this bad boy you know you'll be able to get right who the character is what they look like and their their origin stories the bios the power sets so it also plays off for those people that do those role-playing games yes. um it's a it's a great way for those to to get a lot more out of this because this is expensive. And to tell some of those concepts that are never going to make it into books, I can tie a lot of that backstory into this. Um, another thing we're doing is all returning backers. Doesn't matter which book you bought from us. Um, as long as you supported an Unstoppable Comics project in the past, you're automatically going to be getting this hologram, Ooh. this holochrome uh, card right? Nice. Added right into your rewards at no extra charge. That's my thank you for, for coming back. I don't have that free ice cream when you stamp seven times on the card. I don't have frequent flyer miles, but what I can do is help you stretch your buck a little bit more by adding something in there of value um, to say thank you. And if you know those want another one, they can add that on for an extra five bucks or you know just come back next campaign that we do and that could be available what if you missed the ones that came before the other campaigns can you, oh, buy you, those? Can, you can pick them up you can yeah. pick that up okay. definitely uh so that's all available so like you know we had we had uh um a few campaigns right so there there are there are four yeah. that's nice um, that have come out previously so that could be picked up so uh on its own or that could be picked up in the complete trading card set one of the things I've liked to do with my former campaigns was add trading cards as stretch goals. Another way to stretch your money a little bit further because you're not going to have to pay extra for that. But if you missed those in the past, you can pick up the whole set. As of right now, there have been three, three stretch goals unlocked. So right off the bat, there's three cards already added to the book. Nice. Um, it's a $10 single issue pledge, but that also includes the shipping. And it also includes the stretch goals. So you're not going to have an extra uh, a fee attached to it once your pledge is completed. Um, then another thing we did was, <coughs> excuse me, we had for the very first time a uh, an early bird special. So we took some of our, our characters and we put them on a mock-up in homage to the old Wizard Magazine covers. Mm -hmm. So that was our stretch goal. But that is also something that could be picked up in the trading card set. Hugo's impressed, man. $10, including shipping. Bang! Yeah, man. That's See, nice. but that's one of the things you can do with offset printed, Hugo. <laughs> you right? go. If, hey, bring it back. Right? Um, I, I'm not trying to dump on anybody at all, but I'm running a book for 10 bucks, Shipping with the packaging 
and bag and board because those are perishables, right? Those will cost you, can run up to about six to seven bucks, depending on when you're shipping it to. Now, if you're paying an all an uh an offset price of anywhere between 75 to a buck 25 a book, you can turn a profit on that. If you're paying for POD on top of that shipping charge, well, you're looking at maybe eight bucks, eight and a half bucks. So you're coming back with a dollar fifty profit. That's that's less than a uh Forty. That's less than a thirty percent margin. That's that's you know, um, shit. That's ten percent, right? Fifteen percent margin. It's really hard to survive as a business at fifteen percent. Well, Jay, let me ask you this. You you mentioned and because this sounded really interesting. So you had you had the the first appearance of him in yeah. in I think Storm Chasers number five, right? Correct. Then you have the origin story of him in in what? Where can they get the origin story? That's Unstoppable Origins number one. Number one, okay. Yeah. And then you have issue number five. Correct. Right? So how much does that cost? How much would something like that, like if you wanted to get all of that? So the whole bundle for all of that would be 30 bucks. Uh, okay. 30 bucks, that includes the shipping in it as well. So the okay. shipping, the packaging, uh, all the board, all the bags, excuse me, all of the books come bagged and boarded. Right. And uh, one of the other things we're going to be doing is for the first time of an of uh, the shield of the of the interceptor, the rear cover is going to be the main cover, sans credits and logo, so you can display it any which way you want. That's cool. You That's know, some cool. people add extra charges for a separate virgin book, which is understandable. We're just throwing that back there. Yeah, and Hugo has a question. That say you say fifteen percent, but that's just. Uh, tallying the printing and supplies, right? Not paying artists and others who are correct, correct, right? Yeah. So again, going back to the offset printing for the lifetime value of your sales, mm -hmm. um, you're going to recoup those expenses if you don't recoup that automatically in the Kickstarter campaign. Right. So for me, on this book alone, to recoup all of those expenses, I need to hit thirty-two hundred bucks. We're just under two thousand. Am I going to recoup all those all those expenses right now on this Kickstarter? No. In the plan of selling this book over the course of of our conventions and other Kickstarter campaigns, you know what? I'm going to earn that money all back and turn a profit. It's yeah. not going to be the immediate profit, right? I mean, we want that. We want that. But sometimes when we don't hit that, oh, you know, your 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 levels go down, and you don't feel like you're worth it or you don't feel like you should be doing another book because you're losing money or at least you think you're losing money, but you haven't planned or thought of the other outlets where you can move those books. Yeah, my man. Well, listen, so if you guys are watching, I, the link is in the chat. If you guys are interested, pick up, pick up a copy of the, of the shield of the interceptor. How many days, four days left, James? four days left. So we're going to be ending it on Saturday at mm -hmm. eight 30. Uh, that's the end of it, but we're going to be doing a live stream. You guys are invited nice. Nice. Um, to hang out. We're also going to be having a trivia contest. I like those, dude. I like those. All right. Like you've been so doing that. anybody yeah. who's on the panel that night will be representing one backer, right? And if they win the trivia for the night, they'll win whatever prize will be going to that backer That's for good. them. And then anybody else who got selected will also get, you know, a participation prize as well. Nice. But nice this dude. is expensive, not just producing, but also buying it. So if I can help somebody, you know, stretch their box a, a little bit more then yeah. i'm gonna do it Nah, that's awesome dude that's awesome dude that's awesome now nah, but that's great are you doing any shows any conventions i know we yeah. talked about our conventions what do you got going yeah, on um, year? definitely new york comic con waiting for that stuff to come back around and the the application was put in at the end of the show last time sure, yeah. um looking to do Trificon. waiting to hear back on that 
mm-hmm. have thought of either Baltimore or SPX. Hearing what you, what you said eh, makes me a little. Uh, SPX was dope. The last time we did X, well, the last time I did SPX was years huh. ago, but that was a really good show. Yeah, um, I, I'm signed up for Baltimore, so I'm going to take my chance. See what happens. I know okay. Daphne had a really bad experience there. But it was but, the same uh, weekend that SPX went on. So yeah, that was, it was the same weekend. It, it was opening day of football. The the yeah. Ravens were playing at the stadium yeah. the same Sunday. So yeah. there were a lot of things that kind of like killed it. So you know, we'll see how it goes. Yeah. We'll see how it goes. Yeah. But uh, but yeah, Jake, thank you, man, for coming Thanks on. Thanks for having you, me, fellas. You've been, uh, you've been awesome, dude. As always. I love hanging with you guys, man. You know what I mean? This is, this is fun. This is a good yeah, time. Definitely. We talked about some serious stuff. We had some fun and we 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 uh we talked about your book. So we, we threw some everything. plugs in there. Threw some plugs. Everything, everything we wanted to do. And I'm glad everybody got to, to hear you say that you'll get whooped in hand. Wow, they know. They know. Ooh, if I had the controls of your stream, I'd, I'd drop you right now. <laughs> <laughs> you don't want none of this. <laughs> you don't want none of this. I'm going to Texas. I'm going to Texas. So one of the things on the list is beating Sam's ass. On the court. Dude, that's what I do. Damn, I can't remember his name. I think his name was Troy. This guy called me out. I had, I had, I had, yeah, I had my my uh, Sunday best on. I had shoes on, and I'm I'm walking by the handball court, and he's like, "I'll take you on." And I played him with zapatos, and I took him out, bro. Like, wah, wah, wah. Took his money, and I went and got me a beef patty with cocoa bread. <laughs> That's what you don't get in Texas. They don't know about patties and cocoa, bro. Come on, man. You're looking to find a wall to play to play handball in, bro. Well, we can do that on any side of the convention that's going on. So that would oh, be snap. It's over, get it beat. You know what I mean? It's over. Maybe, maybe seeing him lose right on the line to get into the convention will help him get those wow. sympathy scales. Well, it's right. Right. I'll bring a defibrillator, bro. The pity I got you. <laughs> yeah. Yo, Yo, hold on, Sam. Hold on. <laughs> Yo, Jay, I, th- I think I think Paul is waiting for you to say the words. So where can they find you, my man? Unstoppablecomics.com. You can find all of my social media links on the website itself. But for the next four days, please check out Shield of the Interceptor on Kickstarter. There you go. And all roads, right? All roads lead. All roads for me. Lead back to unstoppable. Oh, all roads lead to to a loss on the hand. Oh, here we go. You know what? We gotta, we gotta, see, I knew it was coming from him. That's why. But you it's set whiskey, me up, so I had to take it. I had it's to take the whiskey, the drive. bro. It's the whiskey. Anyway, Jay, my man, thank you so much, brother. Thank Guys, so thanks for having me on. on. Have a good night, everybody. We'll, we'll talk soon. All right, brother. Yo, <laughs> we, you guys are gonna have to make it happen. You guys are gonna have to make find a one Texas search. That's it, yo. But I'm telling you, I'm not responsible. <laughs> when he has a heart attack on the court. I'm just saying. <laughs> oh my god, he's like, yo. he's like, I'm coming for you. <laughs> yo, fun, fun interview, man. Jay is always a good time. Thank you so much, Jay, for coming on, and everybody who showed up, man. Thank you so much. <laughs> You're going to set up treading dangerous waters, saying you have, they have no walls. Um, <laughs> oh, God. You didn't even no. think they have handball courts in Texas, bro. No, no, they might. I mean, who plays handball in Texas? Well, well you know what? They got a lot of prisons out here, so I'm sure they got handball courts wow. there. Wow. <laughs> you think? That's yeah, man. That's, a, that's, a, that's the thing to do. It's basketball, basketball, it's and basketball, basketball, yeah, all in one place, all, one all place. in one yard, all in one yard. It's all there. That's it. Yeah, easy, easy access. We'll, we'll get a day pass. <laughs> yeah, go get a day pass. Yo, man, that was cool. If you guys haven't done so, go to the check out the uh, the link in the chat. 
and uh, support support JD's book, man. He's almost he, yes. the day. The, what is it? Four days left. It ends on Saturday. You know, give him a little boost. That'll help him out. And uh, yeah, pick up the book. Pick up the book. I think I I, I like I like that thirty dollar bundle of uh, all three things where you get all of the. Uh, Info yeah. for the character, so that's cool. Good stuff. He's got, he's got a he's got a huge library, bro. Yeah, no, he does. He's got a lot of stuff. I mean, when yeah. you go, when you see him at a at a convention, I mean, his stuff is legit, legit. But yeah, Sammy, that's all I got for today, my brother. What do you got? Oh, 49 trading cards. Damn, I was just counting. He's one got a lot. Card. He's got a lot. Damn. Yeah. Uh, jeez. Oh no, nah, man. I appreciate everybody for coming on the show. Um, um, you know, thank you for watching, um, uh, JD take a loss on the Hamble discussion. Wow. Thank you for joining us on the discussion. If you, again, if you're going to be in Texas or if you're going to be in Oklahoma, Oklahoma. In a couple weeks, I'll be out there at Texoma right. with, uh, George Jima Medina. We're going to be hanging out. I think, uh, Lori is, um, and then after that it's LitCon. And then it just goes on from there. Um, head over to duties.com for all the events that I'll be at. Um, if you're going to be there, come by, say hi, check out the booth. It's going to be a lot of fun stuff. And go. again, if you like this episode, give us a thumbs up, hit that like, share it with a friend. Uh, if you're listening to us on any of the audio platforms like uh, Apple or Spotify, you know, leave us a rating or head over to YouTube and subscribe. Because uh, when we grow, the indie community grows. And uh, we do the shows to uh, give voice to the unsung heroes, those who are working on their passion and trying to get it out into your hands. So we appreciate every single one of you. Thank you for joining us. I am Sam, the crazy man, Vera. Don't forget to check out Get Your Meds. New episode comes out tomorrow at noon with Michael Gracia, George the Dreamer Medina. And Peace. we are out. No, I was talking about my friend, Aquise. I met him. Oh. Say my name, say my name. Right? <laughs> <laughs> this is what you were thinking?